1: good morning. Thank you for calling to declare victory. This is ata, who's on the line. Yeah. Good
2: morning. Good
1: Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. God's got her back all the time. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie.
3: Happy Wednesday.
1: Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you too. God bless
0: you.
1: Thank you so much.
2: You're so welcome. Good Good morning.
3: I'm sorry, go right ahead.
2: Okay. Sorry,
3: I was just going to say good morning, Topaz.
1: Good morning, Topaz. Happy Wednesday.
3: Good morning, good morning. It's Miss Sabrina. Happy Wednesday.
1: Good morning, Miss Sabrina.
3: Happy Wednesday to you.
2: <laughs> Praise God. Good morning, Thank
4: you, pretty Jesus. Patrice. Good morning, morning the private family.
1: Good morning, pretty. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, how
5: how are you
1: doing wonderful and you
5: wonderful good morning sabrina good morning pretty patrice <laughs> <laughs> going on good here. morning sister good morning lisa, good
2: morning good morning, good
3: morning
2: and
4: Bam.
1: everyone on the call and hey 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 good morning sister lisa happy wednesday
2: Have
3: a great
1: day. All you
3: women of
1: God. Thank you. You too. Happy
2: good morning,
3: sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. Happy Wednesday.
2: Happy Wednesday to you too. Thank you. (laughs) Good morning, ladies.
3: This is Monica. Good morning, to Clancy.
1: Good morning, Monica. Happy Wednesday. Thank you good
0: morning my name is judy and i'm new to the line i joined yesterday and this is my second day
2: good morning judy happy wednesday and
3: welcome to the call who invited you
0: carla
2: carla johnson
3: wonderful so glad you joined us and we hope that you will continue to call in Yes. Well, so thank
1: you Good morning, thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who joined
2: Good morning, Felicita, it's
3: Destiny. Good
1: morning, Destiny. Happy Wednesday.
3: Happy Wednesday. Thank you.
6: Good morning, Miss Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday.
1: Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you very much. Good morning, thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valicita. who are you joining
0: us? Good morning, this is Mary.
5: Good morning, Mary,
1: happy Wednesday.
5: Thank you, happy Wednesday to you too.
7: Thank you. Hey, Vivi, Mm -hmm. somebody needs to mute their line. It's a lot of background noise. If you joined and you said good morning, could you please mute your line so we can hear
4: the greeters, the people calling in good morning. Love you, Vala
3: Good morning, Didi. Thank you, and happy Wednesday.
4: Good morning, Valacita. It's Krishanda. Happy Wednesday.
3: Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. If you've already said good morning, could you please place your phones on mute? Thank you so much. Good morning, Valuable. She's at the door. I got you.
4: Love y'all. Have a
3: good day. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. (laughs) Good morning,
4: Ms. Felicita. This is Tatiana. Happy Wednesday, everyone.
2: Happy Wednesday, Tatiana. Good
4: morning to you.
3: Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salicita. Who else has joined us? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of October. Our theme this month is Forgiveness. All of our declarations will focus on Abba's mandate to forgive others even as we have been forgiven. Make sure you call in and be edified, encouraged, and empowered to live life out loud according to the will and purpose of God and His Holy Word. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we'd like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at DeclareVictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash Declare Victory or through your cash app at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have a couple of prayer requests. That were submitted um monica is asking for prayer for her sister her name is patsy she's asking for healing in her body and she's also asking for prayer for her brother harvey for healing for his heart and kidneys so we'll continue we'll lift up patsy and harvey for god's complete healing to manifest in their body The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing com- comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 through 11. Anyone you forgive, I also forgive, and would I have forgiven if there was anything to forgive? I have forgiven in the sight of Christ for your sake, in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Um, at this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute And I would just also like for us to welcome our new caller, Judy. So happy to have you on the call today, Judy, and we hope that you continue to call in. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we bless your name and we glorify you for who you are. And we thank you for this morning. We thank you for being the almighty God, the only all-sufficient one. We thank you because you are God and God all by yourself. And besides you, there is none other. We thank you, God, for making a way out of no way. We thank you, God, before anything began, there was you and nothing besides you, God. And because you're such a great, great father, we just want to tell you thank you. Some woke up this morning, did not say good morning to you? We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit.
1: Good morning, Lord Jesus.
3: Thank you for being our God. Thank you for loving us with an everlasting love. Thank you for loving us when we didn't love ourselves. Thank you for teaching us how to love ourselves and then showing us how to love others.
1: We exalt you as Lord over our lives lord over this earth lord over our problems lord over our situations lord over
3: our pain we bless your name god i give you glory and honor i thank you for always providing a ram in the bush i just jumped on the line and was asked to pray i thank you for sabrina i lift her up in her help to you, God. I didn't hear the prayer request, but I thank you that healing is the children's bread. We don't know what people stand in need of, but whatever she stands in need of, I thank you that it's already done. I thank you that all the rare requests that were sent up before you have already been answered, Father, because you already know. You already sent the answer before we even ask. You know our thoughts are far off before we even think them. So I thank you that not only do you hear our our prayers, God, but you answer them according to the petitions that we have before you. So we thank you, Father, for your word. When well, we send your word back to you, we come into agreement with your word that it lines up with our lives, as you've already written it down for us before we got here, but well, you know the plans and the thoughts that you think towards us to give us a future, a hope, and an expected end. So we stand up and we take our rightful place as your heirs, as joint heirs with Christ, as your sons and your daughters in this earth, in the name of Jesus. So God, we bless you and we come against everything that tries to come against us, every single power, every single principality, every single high thing, every single
1: thought every single thing that will come out of alignment we command you to line up now in the name of jesus so god we bless you we thank you for your word hallelujah for it will not return unto your void it will accomplish what you sent it to do we've seen it happen before we've seen it happen again and again and again and it will continue it will not It will do what you sent it to do. So we thank you, God, for your angels watch over your word to perform it. They hasten to perform your word. So God, we bless you. We thank you for answered prayers, God, that you hear our prayers and that you answer them, God. We bless your holy name. So whatever the prayer request was, we count it done, God, in the name of Jesus, and we bless your name. Thank you for being a God that answers prayers. Thank you for being Jehovah
3: the God that provides. Thank you for being the one that meets our needs. Thank you for making a way
1: out of no way. Thank you, God, for making the crooked path straight. Thank you for making a way, God, when we did not see that there was one. We bless you and we praise you. We thank you for giving us the authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And you
3: declare that by no means shall anything come not our dwelling, no sickness, no evil. You said that we can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. God, we believe your word and I pray for those that are struggling in their area of faith that you would help them to believe again, God. We bless you and we thank you because you are a good, good father. You have been faithful to us, God, even when we have not been faithful. We come against addictions, God. We come
1: against mental illnesses, Father, we come against sickness and disease, and we declare your glory in this earth. As the waters cover the seas, we declare, God, that you are for us, and you're more than the whole world against us. So we bless your holy high name, God, and we exalt you, God, as the Lord of our
3: lives. And so if we take our hold off of mute, God, we just want to bless your name.
1: We want to celebrate you for who you are. We thank you, yeah. Father, God. Because
2: uh, yeah. there's nothing like you got. There is nothing like you really deserves to You are the honor. are no not. No God. You guys You, you. are no not. You are not. You 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 are You You we la 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 the president of the united states yeah, I got a doctor we bless the way that we bless, we bless you, your Jesus. name, Father. We
3: glorify you, God. We lean not to our own understanding, Father, but in all of our ways, we acknowledge you. And we recognize that our ways are not your ways. We understand, God, that your ways are higher than our ways. We pray for those over in Florida and South Carolina and all the other areas that are being hit by all these floods and storms and tornadoes. God, but I pray for the people that are having storms in their lives, God. Pray for the ones that feel like they're having tornadoes and tsunamis and floods and hurricanes in their lives, that they will be still and know that you are God.
1: In this life, you said that we would have trials and tribulations and trouble, but you told us to be of good cheer because you
3: overcame this world. And so we shall overcome and we are overcomers. This earth is not our home, but while we're here, we declare that we shall live the abundant life That you called and told us to live and that you gave your life for us to have Jesus.
1: So now, God, make us ready to hear your word. Open our ears that we might hear. Allow Dion to speak your word, Father. Anoint her with your word so much so that we hear what you would have us to hear.
3: We thank you that under the power of the anointing that destroys yokes, that burdens will be lifted. And that people will hear you so clearly that they will change their minds about how they feel about themselves if it's wrong, and that our lives will line up with the truth according to your word. So we bless you and we thank you in advance, Father, and we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name as I pass the call to Dion. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday. Hopefully, everyone can hear me. Can
5: someone confirm for me? (laughs) Awesome, awesome, awesome.
3: Well, good morning again, and thank you, valuable. Thank you, Lisa, for jumping in. I appreciate you. And thank you to each of you who have lended your voice, your sound, your heart, and its posture to setting the stage for the call this morning. We indeed are off to an amazing start in this October, the final court, quarter of the year. Um, happy Yom Kippur to each and every one of you. Hebrew holiday today, uh, the end of Rosh Hashanah and um Hopefully somebody has taken the time just to spend some time in consecration and um, focus in developing
5: and cultivating this amazing opportunity we have to have relationship with Abba as sons of God. Hallelujah.
3: Um, It is our set fasting day. Uh, It's the day that we have set aside to push back our plates, to focus on the Father and recognizing His presence day in day out, um, but this day, every week specifically, we take time um, just to set our heart posture toward the Father in an effort uh, just to build who we are according to what is written of the uh, in the heavens of us and to. Um, settle with it, settle there, to settle with the truth that we are sons of God, according to what the word says about us, and that we have access to some things. And so uh, I pray that you would join us. We just fast until 5 p.m. today. Uh, Again, if you have any medical conditions, any doctor's orders, we certainly don't want you to compromise those. Your health is primary uh, on every front. But for those of you that can and will and are able-bodied, I promise you, um, this set time is uh, not just appointed, but it has served me. I'm grateful that uh, for the last several years, I don't even know how long it's been, but for years, we've been fasting on Wednesdays, and it has added to uh, who God says I am on many levels, and so just want to extend that invitation each of you today. If you've already eaten a little something, listen, don't fret. Just pick up from right there and move around with us. It will have a wage at the end of the day. We have been talking consistently uh, about forgiveness and um, as Pastor Kathy said on Monday, uh, we have 25 days worth of talking about this thing that for many, it is a barrier. It is, uh, a stronghold. For many, it is the thing that keeps you from moving into the place of purpose that you were designed to walk in. It is, um, the thing that, that has been a hindrance for, uh, many. If you're dealing with bitterness, if you're dealing with frustration and anger, chances are there may be somebody you need to forgive, and so this morning we're gonna we're gonna kind of chart out process um, for operations of forgiveness, means and methods to work on dealing with in some cases very long standing uh, resentment, very long standing um, kind of like stagnant water. It's murky, it's dark, it's it's difficult. Uh, For some, you've suffered at the hands of people that you love and you respected at one point, people that were intended to care for you or uh, people that you were uh, supposed to grow up with, not grow away from. And so I want to talk about a very familiar uh, passage of scripture, but I'm going to do uh, kind of... uh, some deep diving with regard to scripture and putting things into context and framing some things for you so that you can perhaps begin to do the hard work necessary to effectively forgive. Um, and, And you can maybe even acknowledge what it looks like to not only forgive and release someone, but forgive and walk into a place of purpose And perhaps even walk away from this telephone call with a different perspective. Um, I pray that you would perceive the spirit of God. Uh, Even as I share this morning, I want to talk about not just forgiveness, but the other side of the coin, which is the superpower that you have. And that is that of repentance, right? That is that of repentance or penance um, and and having the capacity to know the difference, to know when it's necessary, and to actually execute it effectively. Um, many years ago when the call first started, well, I won't say many, but I guess at least seven, um, we had a season where Tanya literally every single day. <laughs> probably for about six weeks, read the book of Joseph itself. And I'd encourage anyone um, that that can and will to go and read the story of Joseph. It is not just impactful, uh, but it has the power to reposition the posture of your heart. We talk about heart posture here often, um, knowing that that in, in certain instances, in certain times and cultures, to bow before someone was the ultimate repentance. To throw yourself at someone's feet was, uh, the, the zenith of begging someone's pardon. Well, I want you to know you still have the power to do that today. It may look different culturally. Um, but more than anything, the visibility of your bow, uh, should always begin internally, should always start from the inside out, right before I go into any teaching, I want to give you just the the basic definition of forgive, right? Uh, To stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, a flaw, or an error. Uh, To cancel a debt. To cancel a debt. I also want to talk about the word repentance because it is a necessary component for one who seeks to be forgiven, for one who has a desire to be released from the obligation of what a debt could house or hold over them. To feel or express sincere regrets or remorse about one's wrongdoing or sin or poor action. To view or think of an action or an omission with deep regret and remorse. And the final was um, to feel regret or opinions about. Um, but I also want to give you what um, penient actually means. The action of feeling or showing sorrow and regret for having done wrong, a level of repentance, or a change of action. Now, we all know that that we talk about forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. Well, I want to give you a flip side of the coin this morning and walk you through some texts of the power that Joseph demonstrated in going through the process of forgiving in advance. Uh, if you have not read the story, it's 50 chapters long, but it's some really good eating. There are so many meaty portions of the text that, if given the opportunity, can help you reframe how you think about what forgiveness and repentance actually looks like. In the early uh, parts of the scripture, the story itself of uh, Joseph and his siblings and how they mishandled him begins very early on in the text. Um, you'll see reference to Israel or Jacob, Jacob having been known as, quote, unquote, the trickster, uh, Joseph and his siblings, uh, one of whom he favored, which was Benjamin. But Joseph, in uh, these particular passages, uh, has had a dream. He has, uh, as a uh, a highly administrative or apostolic force in this particular passage, he has had a dream as a boy, and um you know a lot of people say he jumped the gun in telling his dream or his vision, but the truth is, had he not done that, uh the orders of operation may have been different in this particular text or these particular passages. Joseph did what he was unctioned to do. Some people call him cocky or proud or bold, and he shared with his parents and his siblings that uh, their sheaves would bow to his. In other words, he was letting them know that there was something down on the inside of him that had, had given him a supernatural superiority. Uh, I think in his uh, naivety, he shared uh as we would say prematurely, but the reality was in order for the ball to roll in the direction that it did, even his declaration was necessary, according to the scriptures. Uh, 13 years worth of time passed between when the offense took place, when his brothers actually took and uh, threw him down in a hole. They threw him in a well to die, took the coat that his father had given him because of the favor that was on his life in round about 32 of this particular, um, book in the Bible. The Bible says that Joseph's father favored him over the other sons, that he had an affinity for who Joseph was, not for anything other than literally the favor of God on his life. Joseph cared deeply for, I mean, I'm sorry, Israel cared deeply or Jacob cared deeply for his son. And it was obvious according to his brothers. I want to ask you a question really quick. Have you ever found yourself in positions where the favor of the Lord had rested on you, whether or not you had, quote unquote, earned it? uh, People recognized that something was different about who you were. And for nothing other than that favor rested on your life, folks just kind of didn't particularly care for you. Ask me how I know. (laughs) Right? Uh, Joseph was um, just a, a different type of kid. And and so here it is that his brothers have taken him uh, and left him for dead, went back, and, and now mind you, I'm not reading text per se verbatim, but I will, I promise, and had left him for dead. And even after being left for dead, they still did not succeed because he didn't die. He was actually uh, sold into slavery. His brother Reuben went and rescued him from the pit because the guilt of having done what they had done to him just would not let it stay, wouldn't let it stick. So he he went and he took him out of the pit, sold him into slavery for a few bucks. And now here we go into the part of the story where Joseph is living uh, a life as a ghost technically that the the plans of his siblings and their frustration it didn't change how his father felt about them didn't change how his father felt about joseph all it did was reposition them to uh, operate in a a different space or a different sphere so let's go to the text real quick and and really kind of discover what this looks like. I don't know about you, but I can imagine Joseph having a plethora of questions. Dang, what could I possibly have done to make you not just attempt to kill me, but to uh, even you in your attempt to save me, Ruben? You, you put me in a position where now I'm uh, I could possibly be Killed anyway. I could possibly lose my life anyway. But now you've put me in the hands of people who uh, don't know that that the favor of God is on my life, but they would soon find out. I can imagine all the thoughts that ran through Joseph's head. Have you ever been in a place where you're asking yourself, man, what what's this really about? Why would you mistreat me? Why would you put me in a position where it looks like I'm losing? How many of you know that sometimes it has to look like you're losing for the ultimate victory to show up? Well, Joseph Joseph a right? Joseph, Joseph took it. it. It wasn't a whole bunch he can do, but can you imagine learning how to live from a place of slavery when you had once been a free man simply because you understood something about who God said you were? You you shared something that you saw. You didn't know if it was clear. I mean, he could have just been asking for clarity. He could have just been asking in an effort to get a better understanding of who God says he was, but even his father and his mother said, well, oh, you think you better than us. No, this is not even about that. I, I'm just telling you I had a dream. Can you imagine being punished because you had a dream? It also lets you know that sometimes uh you can't share your dreams too soon because everybody is not built to be able to receive or accept what you see and how you see it or what's on your life and how it rests on your life. Sometimes you simply gotta be quiet. Right. Um, And so here in about the 43rd chapter, and I'm going to skip, I'm just going to read a couple of different verses, because I want you to see the pathway of what forgiveness looks like, the pain of uh, what what people do when they mishandle you, what it feels like so that you are not an offender. I want you to see what what it looks like to go through the process and know that Romans eight and twenty eight is literally an action item it it is the thing that uh insulates us it's the thing that gives us a different type of insurance that no matter what transpires, no matter what goes on, let God have an ultimate plan for your life whether you like it or not right um whether you like it or not so let's let's go to to uh, Genesis, the 43rd chapter, and I'm going to just read verses three through five real quick to set the stage. And Judah said, the man that warned us most emphatically, you want so much, oh, wait, nope, nope, nope. I got to go back. I'm sorry.
5: I need to go to,
3: let me start at at 37. Um, just so you know, I didn't just make this up. 30, Genesis thirty-seven, three and four, and it says, "And Israel, uh, who, who, in other words, is Joseph. I mean, is uh, 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 Jacob. I'm sorry. And Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons because he was a child of his old age, and he made him an elaborately embroidered coat." And when his brothers realized that their father loved him more than them, they grew to hate him. They would not even bother to speak to him. And I'm reading from the Message Bible because I wanted to read like a story. And so here we set the stage of uh, resentment and frustration and anger and jealousy and haters, as we call them today, uh and and sometimes it can be the people who are closest to you the people that you feel like you're supposed to uh grow up with and grow into who you are with are frustrated and angry because of the favor of the father on his life. And so now uh it took uh, 13 years now between Genesis 37 and round about the 40th chapter this is the time where his siblings did all that he did, they did to him. They put him in the pit, they did all of that stuff. And now here we are 13 years later, 13 years later, and Joseph Joseph had gone through uh, being imprisoned. He had gone through false accusations. He had gone through uh, being uh, from the prison to the palace and from the palace to the prison, so many things had happened in his life. He could have uh, took on the posture of being resentful and bitter and angry. He could have took on the posture of being uh, wanting to pay them back because clearly he knew where he came from, but because he had been sold into slavery, it wasn't like he could sojourn back to his history to repair it. How many of you know nobody needs uh nobody that's that's innocent needs to defend themselves? I, I want to tell you this morning that God is our defender He always fights for us. Now, isn't it ironic that he got sold into slavery, and even in slavery, his dream was a reality. The favor of God still rested on him, even in the palace, even in his captor's hands, even in the prison. He was noted as a favorable man, but he wasn't just favorable. He was sharp. He had he had good wit. He understood uh, uh, pure leadership. He operated from a place of uh, superiority, even with his posture of his head bowed low because he was sold into slavery. Now, here we are in Genesis, the 42nd chapter, and it says, Joseph was running the country. He was the one who gave out rations to all of the people. Uh, There had been declared a famine in the land, and the famine was so great and so grave that people had to come to who Joseph was, even as a slave, as his dream was yet in full operation. Now, 13 years later, he is walking in what he saw. And so now, those same brothers that resented him, those same brothers that mishandled him, those same brothers that sold him into slavery but left him for dead, went home and told their father, uh, "Listen, a lion has eaten Joseph, and we sorry. Here's his coat of many colors, the special embroidered coat that you made him, uh, but he's dead." So now, who who's your favorite now? Right? And so, as, as Joseph running the country. It says, uh, when Joseph's brothers arrived, they treated him with honor. Listen, listen, bowing to him, Joseph recognized them immediately, but treated them as strangers. And now listen to this: and spoke to them roughly. He said, "Where you come from? From Canaan." They said, "From Canaan." They said, "We've come to buy food." But Joseph's response was this. Joseph knew exactly who they were, but because they didn't know who he was, Joseph, remembering the dream that he had, he said to them, y'all spy. You've come to find our weak spots. And the brothers, of course, responded swiftly and said, no, master, uh, we, we only came to buy food. We we are all sons of the same man. We're honest men. Uh, we'd never think of spying. And he said, no, nah, y'all spy. Uh, you've come to look for our weak spot. And again, the 12 brothers, the son of his father in that country, they said, no, the youngest boy, which was Benjamin, which was actually Joseph's favorite, uh, There, there's one more, right? And Joseph said, no, nah, it's just what I said it was. Now, here is Joseph having recognized his brothers 13 years after they have done him like a dog, child. They have done him dirty. They have mistreated, mishandled, um, expected that his life would be dung, expected that his life would be over, and Joseph is still a little salty. I, I, I want to give somebody this morning uh, the permission that I understand that Certain things happen for that person that was molested, that person that was uh, given up for adoption or put into foster care or perhaps even sold into slave trade. That person uh, that experienced pain and uh, being ill-used as a result of the people that you loved. There is something on your life that is not just necessary. But it's mandatory in the earth in this particular dispensation. There are things that you are called to do that had you not experienced all that you experienced, you would not be prepared for this season. I want to share a little bit of a story because I like for you guys to understand, um, uh, how to not only apply the text to your life, but really to find yourself in all of these stories. When I was a little girl, Um, My mother was one of five children, and she was the only one with a different father. My mother was really, really, well, she still is beautiful. She was really, really attractive, and her father loved her real hard. He treated her really, really well, and her siblings made a huge difference. Um, they, they did not treat her well. My grandfather used to own half of downtown Richmond. He had an ice cream shop and a barber shop. So I got hair both ways. I got it from my granddad and I got it from my grandmother. And so because of how he treated her, um, my mom's siblings were not nice to her. She had a brother who did not speak to her, her entire life, um, they 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 weren 't very nice as a result, there were some things that happened in her heart that were um, absolutely not her fault, not her responsibility and so what it does is it lowers your love quotient it gives you um like a mental permission to check out. It gives you uh, this thing, this silt, this hold up, this backup that keeps you from being able to unleash the levels of love that are necessary, not just to sustain you, but imagine me being the first of her children and her brokenness at 20 years old, having a child uh, and having been mishandled. Even my grandmother was Pretty mean. She wasn't like super nice and loving and coddling. <laughs> and so here, my mother has me, and I am uh, the result of an experience in her life, uh, and and that end result created this little lady that that gets to now not just show people how to heal, but live from healing. My mother only gave me what she had. Right She gave me what she had, and as a result, I was a pillar to post kid and um so I wasn't a foster child technically. But I lived so many places and experienced so many different household dynamics, and I had no idea that moving from Richmond, California to uh, Weston, Connecticut or Upper Saddle River, New Jersey, um, living in upper echelon cities and being a part of Jack and Jill and going to the country club on the weekends, I, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think it was par for the course. And then leaving there when my grandmother would say, okay, send her back here. Uh, And then I'd be in the pit of uh, the hood. We call it Gotham City. We Richmond down. You hear me? It was necessary. And I would go to Jersey in some seasons or Denver or Hawaii, wherever my aunt and uncle were living at the time. And I had three cousins and they were low, man, they was mean. You hear me? They didn't want me there. But now that I, I look at it as a grown woman, Listen, God was preparing me to drop me off anywhere and I could survive. I didn't realize, just like Joseph in this story, uh, his siblings thought they were doing him a disservice, but what they were doing was setting him up for the greatest victory, not just for his life, but for their lives at a later date. And, and so here it is that Joseph is a little bit salty, and I, I can remember personally being frustrated with my process and saying, how come she did not do what was necessary to make sure she was in position to keep me? And not that I didn't stay with my mom sometimes, um, but listen, she was broken. It was, she could only, only give me so much. And so I'm grateful to God that every single place that I had to live, every single place that I had to visit, even when I was molested or mistreated or um, considered the, the black sheep, I can feel right now, I can see how the favor of God rested on my life and preserved my heart and the tenderness of it. So now Joseph is telling his siblings, ask. Ah, uh y'all see spies, y'all raggedy, so really it's technically just him being kind of mean and catty at this point it's It's technically him uh you uh operating in his authority as the boss, even as a slave of being in control of being able to distribute what it is that they needed right and and so now. Joseph is asking his siblings a question because he's trying to figure out if y'all tried to kill me. Where's Benjamin? And is my father still living? Right? So he interrogates them between the chapters of uh between 42 and 43 and then then he gives them a command. He gives them an instruction. Now, this is what I want you to do. Run back, go grab Benjamin. And he had asked, is my father still alive? Can you imagine what he must have felt when he saw him, when he, uh, when they walked up on him? The ones who were the, the ones who inflicted the most pain, the most harm, now he's got to face his demons. How many of you have had moments where uh, we heard a story yesterday about I saw the man who molested me at the garbage can? What did that feel like? How did that sit on you? Did you feel all the emotions of frustration and anger rising back up in you? Did you want to cut them or uh and I'm not talking about your scenario in general. I'm just talking about every last one of us on this call. You something has happened in your life that you had to forgive. It's how we grow. It's how we learn how to love beyond the things. So now Joseph sends his siblings back to go grab his brother, his father. Um, and, and bring them back. And and guess what he does? He, he's honored with it. He sets them up, the brothers, because they came to buy food. He, he gives them what they need and then tells the servants, now put their money back in their bag and put some of my stuff in there so we can call them thieves and robbers. Honey, I'm going to do these suckers like they did me. <laughs> right? And so Joseph is you know I mean we always say he forgave yeah 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 but it was a process it it was a process it didn't it didn't happen overnight right and so now here they come back after he he put all the stuff in there so then he said now check this out i'm going to keep one of your brothers and if you don't bring this stuff back it's lights out it's all bad right so now Joseph was still at home when Judah and his brothers came back and they threw themselves down on the ground, and Joseph accused them. How could you have done this? You have to know that a man in my position would have discovered this. So now Joseph is letting them know, listen, I'm not only am I the boss, I'm super the boss. Now, they still don't know that this is their brother that they sent off to die. Joseph is going through all these different emotions, all these different processes in his heart and in his head. He's going through all these different uh, uh, reflections and moments, and I could do this, but, you know, there's something in me that's saying, nah, I, I've got to honor who God has placed me in this season. i got to be who God has made me in this hour. Uh, I'm going to be a little petty. I'm going to be a little catty right up and through here. But at the end of the day, I am still in full control of not, not just this scenario, but God has empowered me to be what I saw 13 years ago. When is the last time that you process? the person that mishandled you and what would you do if you saw them today? What what experience would they have with you? Uh we see here Joseph is a whole human being. There there's no guesswork. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He was not only annoyed, uh, but he made it very plain. And here in Genesis, the forty fifth chapter, it says, Now here is he's ready to disclose who he is. And Joseph spoke to his brothers and I'm Joseph. Listen, not only does he he ask, is my father still alive? But his brothers could not say a word. They were completely stumped. They were speechless. They couldn't believe what they were hearing and or seeing because what they recognized was the favor of God was literally on his life, just like he had said years and years and years ago. And so now Joseph says, come close to me. Joseph said to his brothers, uh, they came closer. not only am I Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt, but don't feel badly. Don't blame yourself for selling me. God was behind it. God sent me here ahead of you to save your lives. There has been a famine in the land now for two years and the famine will continue for five more years, neither plowing nor harvesting. And God sent me ahead to pave the way to make sure that there was a remnant in the land to save your lives in an amazing act of deliverance. So you see, it wasn't you who sent me here, but God. He sent me a place as a father to Pharaoh, put me in charge of all his personal affairs and made me ruler of all Egypt. So so I, I want to give you this to consider. I want to give you this to think about. I, I want you to consider that even the things that were painful, even the things that were frustrating, even the things that seemed unfair, Listen, they are Romans 8 and 28, actively engaged to employ uh, all the things that were necessary to get down on the inside of you. See, slavery was good for him. Living in the palace was good for him. The conversation uh, with the baker and the butler, that was good for all of the things that happened that happened prior to. They were all par for the course. They were all necessary for this very moment. That everything that you've seen from then until now, listen, if God gave you a promise, if he showed you some things about who he says you are, I need you to not only remember it, but I need you to move around as if you're already walking in it. He was rehearsing. He went through the process of, uh, I, I use these four words all the time. They apply in every single case. Process, preparation, position, promise. All you have to do is agree with what God has already said about who you are, uh, which I believe Joseph did, even in acknowledging the dream audibly, though we call it uh, he jumped the gun. No, it was necessary. It It would later testify to the truth of what heaven had already written about who he was. Now here it is that his brothers need something from him, not just for themselves, but for their father and for their baby brothers. They needed who Joseph was. They needed what Joseph offered. They needed his leadership. They needed him to have been sold into Egypt. I want you to reframe how you think about what you considered at one point your demise, what you considered at one point your damage. Those damaged areas, those places that you could consider bruised and tattered were necessary for the people that you are called to help walk through deliverance. Joseph, on many occasions throughout this story, he would find some space and he'd go steal off and Steal away and he'd cry or rent his clothes or he'd holler at the top of his lungs. He definitely let it be known that he was in pain, that he was hurting. He would sneak away and make sure that nobody saw him, but he had to let him know, listen, what you did, ah, glory to God. What you did, you thought you were hurting me, but God used it to establish me. And if you go down in Genesis forty five to the fourteenth chapter, uh The Bible says that then Joseph threw himself on his brother's neck and he wept and Benjamin wept with him and he kissed him and all the brothers and wept all over them. Only then were his brothers able to talk. But see, now they didn't know if all the stuff we did to you, are you going to repay us? Are you going to do to us what we've done to you? Are you going to send us into a place of slavery and make sure that uh, we don't not only not have access to that which we came to get, but now are you going to make us pay for what we did? Can you forgive an enemy to a degree that you don't make them pay for what they did? You don't hold them hostage to the history because you understand that that thing is working for you. That thing was established to get you to a place of being established. Do you know uh, what it feels like to let somebody go without them having even apologized? Some of us even on this call, you, you don't know how to say I'm sorry. Benjamin didn't apologize. You see, they were speechless. Not at that moment. I'm sure that the guilt probably overwhelmed him and his siblings. Like, dang, we did you bad, but check check it out. Not only did it not work, but now you run everything? I'm I'm sure Joseph borderline wanted to throw up in his mouth, even sitting there with, with Benjamin with his arm wrapped around him and tears flowing because the pain of the process is not often easy. You will absolutely have to cry sometime, but you also get to make an active decision on how you want to handle things going forward. It's completely up to you right? Nobody can change your mind about what happened uh, in the past. Nobody can change your heart about uh, what what happened in in history. But let me tell you what can happen. You can absolutely make a decision to operate from a different place. You can absolutely make a decision um, to forgive in advance. But I, I, I also want to paint a different picture because the truth is that in most instances, and, and you'll notice in these these stories and the tale of how Joseph handled things, for the majority of the part, even after he gave Benjamin that tearful hug, he was still a little salty. He was still a little bit annoyed. He was still a little bit frustrated. Because, I mean, like, man, I, I you were my siblings. I, I loved you. I didn't didn't deserve to be mistreated. I didn't deserve to be mishandled. But at the same time, it was good for me. And I know that God allowed it. Do you realize that every single thing that you've gone through, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, every single thing that you've experienced in life was necessary, the only time it's not useful is when you get stuck in the offense. When you get stuck in the glass being half empty, when you get stuck in the place of being frustrated, when you get stuck in the place of trying to get them back or pay them back or uh, uh, establish that, no, I didn't deserve that. Yeah, 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 we know. But at the end of the day, God knew that you were built for it. When I think about... Uh, my history and all the things that the Lord allowed to make me this woman that I've become, I can't help but be grateful. I can't help but say, God, you are so wise that if that hadn't happened, uh, I wouldn't have done this. And if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have felt like this. And if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have been able to say it is not personal. Can I tell y'all something? None of it. It's personal. Every single thing is designed to create something in you, to really not even to create, to reveal something in you that is par for the course right all of it was designed to build this strong structure that you have become that you keep discounting thinking to yourself that uh if that hadn't happened i'd be further along can i tell you a secret no you you probably wouldn't you would probably be right where you are (laughs) and it's fine for that to be the case if you take what has occurred use every single thing that you considered a negative and flip that thing, by the time it's all said and done, not only will it serve you, but it'll change the way you see you, right? So now here it is that uh, uh, Joseph, again, has revealed who he is. He's let Benjamin know, man, listen, don't trip. Even though you thought it was going to destroy me. What it really did was build me. What it really did was establish character and integrity in me. What it really did was it made sure that I had the capacity that when you guys returned, that even though I knew who you were and you didn't know who I was, because see, sometimes they don't even recognize you because the favor rests on you so hard. They don't even see what God is and has done in and through you. And guess what? It's not even anyone else's responsibility. You better know it. You better know that I could hold you hostage to what you did. But I I realize that everything that's transpired, everything that's occurred, the unfair, the frustrating, um, the painful, the embarrassing, the shameful things were all designed to make me a better human being. I thank God. For every experience that I've had, right? And so now here we are in uh, uh, the 50th chapter, and I, I love how this process goes because while Joseph kept on nitpicking and he still, you know, was a little bit salty, Israel had given instructions. He said, "Listen, when when I leave out of here, you." gone through uh, saying who everybody was, and this this is how things are going to look in the days to come. It was him recognizing that Joseph was actually who he said he was. It was him acknowledging, yeah, your dream years ago was not just factual, um, but, but it speaks to the fact that not only were we wrong, but it also redeems time, not just for you, but also for your siblings. Joseph then um, is now uh, approached by his siblings who begin to repent. Remember I said we always say forgiveness is for you. Yeah, I mean, it's really good that you forgive in advance, but let me tell you something else. It is extremely important that the people that you owe an apology to, the people you need to repent to, it's necessary for a different type of reciprocity to occur. So in about the 50th chapter, not in about, in the 50th chapter, Joseph's siblings come back and they apologize. Uh, It is time for Israel or Jacob to die. And so it says, and Joseph, uh, mm, no, hold on. Okay. And after burying his father, he went back to Egypt and all his brothers who had come to him to bury his uh, father returned with him. And after the funeral, Joseph's brothers talked amongst themselves. Listen to what they asked. Now, he didn't fed them. He didn't brought his father up. He didn't brought Benjamin up. Everybody has everything they need. But still, listen, guilt is something else. And when you owe people an apology, you can step over it. You can walk over it. You can do all of that. All of that is fine and good. But there's a level of some type of residue that sits in the back of your mind that says, you know you need to repent. You know you out of pocket, right? And so Joseph's brothers talked amongst, amongst themselves. What if Joseph is carrying a grudge and decides to pay us back for all the wrong that we did to him? Because see, the truth is, when you do somebody bad, there's always this idea of what What if they What if they get me back? You ever dated somebody and then y'all break up? And then they come back, and you thinking in the back of your mind, oh, I believe, honey, they just came back so they could get me back. <laughs> if you you did something to them, and so they sent Joseph a message before his death. Your father uh, gave us a command: tell Joseph, forgive your brother's sins, all that wrongdoing. Uh, they they did treat you very badly. Will you do it? Will you forgive the sins of your servant, of your father's God? And when Joseph received their message, he wept. Sometimes it is necessary um, to heal a deeper soul wound in someone. When you repent, there there are things, because, you know, the reality is a lot of times you would think, now, did I do X, Y, Z? Did so-and-so really happen? And then Joseph's brothers went in person to him, and they threw themselves on the ground before him and said, listen, we'll be your slaves. And Joseph corrected him. He said, no, nah, don't don't worry. Do I act as for God? Do Am I the one that, that can judge you? Can I send you to hell? No. But you see, you planned evil against me. But God used those same plans for my good. As you see all around you right now, see, some things are unmistakable. Life for many people, I, I, I am empowered to change lives because you did me dirty. Easy now. You have nothing to fear. I'll take care of you and your children. He reassured them, speaking with them heart to heart. So now he went from that catty, bitter, Henri uh, posture to this posture of servants. And and he went through a process, you guys. Some of us, you you have to go through the process. But he, he had never told them before what he would do. He made them pay for everything. He made them go through all kinds of antics. Go do this. Go do that. But here, he demonstrated forgiveness. He demonstrated what it looked like to let somebody free of a debt. But not only did he demonstrate it, forgiveness is not just for you. Forgiveness is for the other person because now they have full access to the pure heart that Joseph was. Now they have full access to a process of restoration and healing because Joseph was open to that process. He was open to that level of deliverance and redemption. He was open to, um, now let's work on healing the relationship. I don't want you to be a slave. You're my brother. I love you. And y'all did me bad, but I'm not going to do to you what you did to me. So this morning, I know I've gone over time, but it's really important because there are people on this call this morning, you owe people an apology. There, There is some repentance that um, you are responsible for, and it's the very thing that will begin to open up the floodgate of access and blessing that is necessary, not for you uh, just to mend that relationship. There are certain things that you are holding up because you did somebody dirty. Because you mistreated and mishandled somebody's anointing that had nothing to do necessarily with them. But for real, the favor of God is a real thing. You can't treat people poorly and just expect that you get a pass. And in some cases, I've given many people passes that have never repented, that have done done me any kind of way just because they felt like they could because I'm not who I used to be. <laughs> Cause I don't move around like I, I once upon a time would have. Cause you would have known. I mean, you don't get to do that to me. But what I've learned is that Jesus never defended himself. He never defended himself. He never came to his own aid, and he could have. Joseph didn't either. Listen, I, it's it's good. Don't don't trip. But for those of you that know, um, not only you need to forgive some people, but you need to be forgiven, now is the time. This is the season. And my prayer is that you heard something I said with a different type of a sound this morning and that you maybe are writing out your little list of your your checkpoints and your people that you need to go back and give a pass to. I got a whole bunch of people that I could hold hostage to, a whole bunch of things, and rightfully so. But can I tell you something? I thank God they did me bad. (laughs) See, now certain things I can recognize. So, all right, I'm going to be quiet. It's super late. you may have joined the call a little bit late. You didn't get an opportunity to say good morning. Now's your time. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Is there anybody on the line that would like to say hello? Hi, uh,
2: good morning.
3: Hey, good morning. This is Janet. I, I didn't hear you. I just said my name is Janet. Hi, Janet. Welcome, welcome. Is this your first time calling? No, it's like my third or fourth time. I introduced myself the last time I was on. Okay. Well, we are happy to have you. Thank you for calling this morning. Thank you. You're very welcome. Good morning. Good morning,
0: it's
3: Denise.
4: Hey, Michelle. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning.
3: Morning, it's ten years.
2: Well, hey, little girl. <laughs>
3: hey. Good, Good morning.
2: morning, it's, it's a great decoration.
3: Amen. Well, good morning, good morning, and thank you, Prashanda, and thank you so much. Blessings well, to you.
4: Good morning, that's the mad Great Declaration. <coughs> hey,
3: Amen. Good morning, Danette. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, it's Monica, Great great declaration. Hey, Amen. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Thank you for a wonderful,
5: blessed decoration. God bless you, Deionne. Hey man. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Dion. This is PR. Thank you. Hey,
3: hey, PR. Good morning.
7: Good morning. This is Shirley.
3: Hey, Miss Shirley. Good morning.
2: Good morning. This
3: is Cheryl. Hey. Well, hey, Cheryl girl.
2: Come on. (laughs) That's the geisha. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: good morning,
0: good morning. Well, this is hey, Prosperous Pam, Pam. timely hey, message gosh, this right. morning, thank you. Good morning. Good
4: morning, this
2: is Hey,
0: good morning. Hey, good morning Gigi.
3: Hi, Gigi. Good morning. Did you hear that Hi. Geese I just... on the call this morning, Gigi? Huh? I said, did you hear that Geese on the call this morning? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that this topic, is it, it hits me near and dear because it just makes me feel like, you know, at the end of the day, you you cannot move on. You cannot progress holding on to bitterness and and, and not forgiving others. And then it makes me realize, like, oh my God, like, oh, I need to forgive this person, but how many people need to forgive me, you know? So, and Amen. if God can forgive me, who am I to hold any grudges or any bitterness towards anybody and just allow people Amen. grace, the grace that I would expect? Amen. Amen. Facts. Very, very true. Good morning.
6: Good morning. Um,
2: Gina,
5: Hello. Yeah. 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 I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you. This Sabrina again. Once again, I'm not. I ain't going nowhere. I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you
6: and everyone else in Addicted to Prayer. Um, I'll be in position. It's but gotta get on. And so I thank you because
5: I'm right. Like, you know what you talked about was forgiveness.
3: And I need to forgive a gang of people, but I I need I, I need to know the truth. You know I got to
2: forgive you. So thank you and I appreciate
4: you.
0: Have
2: a blessed day, everyone.
4: Hey, Amen. Good stuff. We like it. We like it. <laughs> hey, hey. Dana. Hey. 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 hey, sis. How are you? Fabulous. How are you? I'm fabulous. I fabulous. I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you for the declaration. God bless you.
3: Once again, once again. The Lord has spoken and I thank him for that. Thank you for allowing him to use you. Love you much.
5: Amen. Love you more.
3: Where my testosterone this morning? Where the fellas at? Hello. Hello. Good
2: morning, Dean. Hey. Hey.
3: Hey
4: Drew, good morning. Hey D, I ain't got no testosterone, <laughs> but
3: I got most of like it. Great decoration shield. That's okay. <laughs> that Deep down, while while way back yonder will do for you to call them out. <laughs> Thank you for your decoration this morning. Oh man. Oh man, Hey, good morning, good morning. Hey Good morning. Good morning. Hey
2: hey, Mona. Good morning, anybody? this is
4: Swanita. Hey, Juanita. Anybody else? Hey, Dion,
2: love you. Hey, Christina Joy, love you back.
3: Hey, D. It's Hey, hey good morning. Hey, you just sound like you. You moving around that school. That's what that is. Hey, man, anybody else? All right, let's let's walk right into love, life, and victory, y'all. Um, any questions, comments, or commentary this morning?
6: Hey, y'all, 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 y'all. Yo, before you start, yep. I just want to say what's up, sister? Good
3: morning. And I have else? a question. I have a
2: question. Oh. Uh How long oh. is the call
4: at five o'clock today?
3: Oh, it's it's really brief. Um, okay. Probably. About ten minutes. We just connect and kind of confirm um, that what we've asked God to do, or just kind of celebrate um, having made it through. It's it's a a form of accountability for those that choose to fast. Just so we stay connected. Okay. That's all. okay.
0: All right. Thank you.
4: You're very welcome. Hey, hey. Hey. So you know, this is my hey. uh. My topic, hold Which on, take my out and close the office door. Uh, that forgiving advance piece, though, whew, I tell the story all the time because I was going through my first marriage hell and I had gone to church. I know I'm a revival center kid and my pastor is a forgiveness pastor as well. So one morning I was divorced and I was it was ugly sat down, and he said, forgive in advance, and I wanted to leave, because it is a process, see, and the way you broke it down, and how you just really made it come to life, with Joseph being salty, because some people think that for me, because I talk about it so much, that I just forgive. No,
3: no, no. It was my ex-husband. It took years, but I'm so healthy, and my kids are healthy from it, because when you hold on to that stuff, it kills you. I suffered from
0: ocular migraines for years, because I was just dealing with stuff, but once I understood that, it's key to life, and, and it was such a good declaration because you really broke it down, and even about just how he um had the brothers go back, just everything. We know the story, but the way you brought it to Real Richmond Life, I appreciate it because, again, you sit on this
3: call morning after morning, and you're unwilling to forgive, that's on you, and you're not going to grow... Mature, you're not going to mature in the spiritual things that God needs you to do if you won't forgive. You have to. It's not even really a choice. It's it's a choice. It's your choice, but it's key to everything. So thank you, sis. Love Let me go back to the baby. Yep. Very good. It's the whole truth and nothing but it. Nothing but it. Amen. Yeah, it's
4: Kershawna. Uh-oh, is that someone else? Go ahead.
3: It's okay. Who, who else was that? This was Monica. Okay. Uh, hey, Dionne, I Monica just Monica wanna... can go ahead and go. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Monica. Uh, Deion, I just want to add a little something that I read. I know you read
0: out a different version, but you know, I was looking at the fact that just like today, being being on Victory Outreach
3: Reach and um, doing the prayer calls. I look at that as the form of the messenger, right? Because in verse sixteen, it said that when Jacob died, he sent the messenger to Joseph to ask him to say that your father commanded that you uh, that you forgive your brothers, that you yeah. that that you forgive, and that you forgive them for their trespasses because they did do evil to you. And then it says, after they told him that, he, he began to weep. And
4: I, and I was thinking about, even for me, like when you said earlier, like how did you feel when you went to the garbage can? I looked and I felt like, how could this be? Like, I'm standing before this man. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to feel, but I just threw the trash and walked away. And But I came in the house and I began to like ponder on it and think and, you know, what I really felt like was, I didn't
0: recognize him almost. So I don't know if that was a sign that maybe I forgave him or maybe it was, God healed me from it. I didn't really understand that. But what I want to tell you is when I have suffered
4: such passes, I weep
3: because I know that I can't act the way that I used to act. And sometimes the devil will get in my ear and say, oh, you a little punk, or you a little sucker, or something crazy like that, you know, to try to make me, you
0: know, have that false uh, sense of like you know
3: I could go and do something knowing I'm gonna be crying later if I do because I'm a, you know God is gonna convict me of
4: about that but
0: um, it just doesn't feel good to know um, to have somebody do evil to towards
3: you because they see the favor of
0: God on you.
3: And I just, yeah. you know, it's it's just it's just a part of the cross we have to bear, but it is it is definitely a process, like you said, and preparation. Thank you for your declaration. Thank you for sharing this morning, Monica. Amen. Thank Amen. you, thank you. Krishanda, go ahead. I don't
2: really <laughs> I just
4: Every I heard you say it the other day and just hearing it again today, it's like I just feel like my baby just leaps when you say forgive in advance. I see a T-shirt. I see quote signs. It's just such a, a freedom when you think about it. If you could just let it go because of the, how it could just make you, imprison you when you hold on to unforgiveness and how much more free you are. And it's a freedom flag when you forgive in advance. I just love that. So, Thank you for that nugget. Um, I'm holding on to that. That's beautiful. God bless you.
5: God bless you, sis. Thank you for sharing.
3: Anybody
1: else?
3: Hi, dear, Michelle.
1: Um Thank you for just confirmation from, you know, from yesterday to the devotion this morning. it just lines up that, you know, he will continuously give you hope when your heart is toward him, when the faith that you have is in him. And, you know, yesterday I um was driving and, you know, somebody cut me off or wasn't paying attention. I was just like, well,
3: how, how could you be like that? And then I thought about it and I was like, "Why well, I always got to be so nice. He said, cause that's who you are. And I'm just like, well, I want to be mean today. He was like, no, that's just
1: not who you are. So I thank you for just, um you know, just, in spite of when your love is for christ you have the heart of christ
3: or you press toward you could constantly press toward that thing that is right even if your flesh want to do wrong so your declaration was right on point it just lines up and it just keeps me hopeful not that i don't not that i don't hope not that i don't have faith but it keeps us hopeful because a lot of times we need that to keep going situations happen and we feel like, you know, we've lost course or it's not lining up. But thank you that the word confirms itself and that he sends people that also are pressing and bringing the word and just pouring out what he's poured into you. So I love you so much. Thank you. I love you more. Thank you for sharing. It's true. Good
7: morning. morning. Yes. This is Ebony. And I'm. I was sitting here listening to this story. I read it before. Um, I do appreciate the way how it was actually explained and broken down today. Um, but I think I've been trying to practice um, forgiveness, forgiveness um, with my, my daughter. I have four children, and three of them are girls, and one's a boy. And the girls, they used to get into it quite often. And... I would say to my daughter, to my middle child, I guess because she was more understandable and reasonable, I would say, be the bigger person. So instead of me saying, just forgive them and you know, I would always tell her, Be the big, be the bigger person and I was actually I feel like now I was just implementing her to have that forgiveness of, you know, that that heart posture for being, you know, being a the forgiver, you know, looking over the situation. And um, she graduated from college, and then she, she put that into her her um, declaration basically to me and said, even when I didn't want to be the bigger person, you instilled that in me. So she appreciated the character that I was putting in her without me really actually relaying it to forgiveness. So I just want to just thank you guys for the declaration today, and you guys all be blessed.
3: And thank you for sharing, Anthony. Very good, very
7: good. Anybody
3: else? Good morning, this is Topaz. Um, good, morning. I just, good morning, Dion. Um, thank you, you brought and served the word. Um, it made me think about back half some years ago, maybe about 10 years ago, I um, ended up running into the person that molested me. And I just came from running the lake and I seen him at the gas station. And OMG, some stuff rose up in me that I didn't know. It was all kind of anger. So I ended up pulling out the gas pump from the man's car, sprayed the whole car with gas. I was ready to jump on top of him. Y'all, it was town business, okay? But that was a different life I was living at that time. But... I, I, It made me see how forgiveness can ferment in your body and it can start to reproduce and produce other spirits, anger, bitterness, guilt, even an ego and a sense of pride, you know? And so mm-hmm. like you talked about a barrier. Well, back when coronavirus first started, they gave us a mandate. They said, wear the mask, right? We wear the mask so we could avoid getting, coming in contact and catching this thing or whatever. And it's like, I went back and I was reading through the Bible and everything. I was trying to do my homework. God gave it to me. He said, you know, just like we put a barrier and we follow that mandate about, you know, not coming in contact with the virus, catching the virus. He gave us a mandate. He said in one one, uh, uh, scripture that we need to forgive seven times 70. He said in another scripture that we should forgive seven times in a day. And... I was like, well, you know, I was struggling with some stuff. I wasn't even able to sleep as I was going through a lot of like, just retracting like what happened in my you know, in my past. But I thank God today that I could forgive. And I not only forgive the person that harmed me, but forgive myself. Because not only was it mandated, but I got a chance to see in the book of Genesis when um, Joseph forgave his brothers, how he actually, um, you know, spared them and prolonged their life by being able to provide food for them in in the salmon and things like that. And so Sometimes we don't know what God is doing or why he allows these situations to happen. He may want to use us to bring somebody else closer to God. And so we just have to be obedient. And thank you for your de- declaration. It was wonderful. I enjoyed it. Have a good day. I'm going on mute. Good stuff. I love it. Very good. Very good. Very good. Hey, hey, hey. Is this the Bishop hey. of Souls I'm speaking to? Is it, you it's, know, is it, it's it's still great it's Still people.
4: Steal people's souls from from the devil. Is this who I'm talking about? I mean talking. Yes,
3: we, yeah, we 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 sold the, the soul thief. We be sitting <laughs> in the enemy's camp consistently. I want to know: Are you sorry for winning them souls? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you need not. to repent? <laughs> and look for them today. If I can run up on some. Listen, listen, listen. Um, if they own here today, you don't have to say anything. If they own here today, I want you to know how much I love you, and I'm so excited about what God. That God forgave you. And he, not only did he forgive you, and this is for everybody, but specifically these two beautiful souls. Beautiful. Um, Not only, just beautiful, just beautiful. Um, Not only did God forgive you, as we told you yesterday, he took your sins, every single one of them, even the ones that you think are secrets that nobody knows about, even the ones that you think are the most, are the most worst right? That that doesn't make sense grammatically. I know that, but it's okay. Um, he took him and he threw them in the sea of forgetfulness. And you are brand new in his eyes. Um, I know mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about amazing things this month with regards to forgiveness. But when I think about the fact that God knows he does not hold us hostage to our mistakes, to our intentions, to our accidents, um, to our willful disobedience, once we repent, and to repent means that I make a decision I'm not gonna do that thing ever again. Like Topaz, if she see the her offender again she, at the gas station, she's not gonna go take the nozzle out and spray his car with gas again, she's not gonna do that because <laughs> she's spraying. So, I kind of Topaz, she could have went that. anywhere with right. me. You hear me? It's okay. I'm uh-huh, growing. Right. <laughs> it's it. That's that I said, "Ooh, that would have been a dd Sharice moment right there, way back mm-hmm. in the day." Um, and probably mm-hmm. would probably would have lit a match. <laughs> mhm. <laughs> I would have. But away. I didn't smoke at the time, so <laughs> I was like, I'm I so had nothing to fight it with. I'm so glad you didn't. Oh Lord, you probably wouldn't have been on this call today. But even in that, even in that, God forgave you. Right. And so that's what, like, there. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about where we're going this month. And I want to say to you, and just like I told these beautiful souls yesterday, if you consistently call in for the entire month of October, making this thing a habit, your life is going to change. It will never be the same. And if I was a betting woman, I would put money on it. I'd give mm-hmm. you some, I'd, 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 I honestly would. I'm excited about the growth. I'm excited about how God set us up over the last couple of months to be in a position to hear about forgiveness. I want to challenge you not to hang up when it starts to feel uncomfortable. I want to challenge you not to try to stuff um, the offenses I want to challenge you to begin to start to deal with them because it's time for you to grow, sweetheart. It's time for you to grow, my brother. It's time for you to get rid of that dead weight so you can be all of who God has called
5: and designed you to be.
3: All right, that's it. Yep, big deal. The truth. Amen. Anybody else?
2: Yes, uh, past.
4: this is Leonia.
3: Good morning, Mother. Good
4: morning.
5: And I just want to thank God for this subject today. I find myself in a position. I found myself in a position.
3: One day I was at home. My kids were small. And they went out to go to school. And I forgot to lock the door behind me. And this guy came into my home. And in my own bedroom, he decided to rape me. There was a pistol in the house. My so-called boyfriend had gave me a pistol. And um, I tried my best to get to it. But God didn't let me get to it. Because I would
2: have blown him off the face of the earth if I had. Uh-huh.
3: And I thank God that I, even then in my sin, God was looking out for me.
2: Um.
3: I saw Uh him him, um, once, I guess it was about two or three weeks before the police finally caught up to him. And I done my best to get home. We were in the bar. I done my best to get home, to get my pistol. My girlfriend was with me. And I had a knife. I had taken the knife out, and she grabbed the knife. She now was on the floor, walling with me trying to get the knife from her. And in the process, long story short, I, short, I sent her to the hospital because I cut her hand mm. I was trying to take the knife from her, and she had to
2: have. Mm-hmm. But after he had gone to prison
3: I I had
1: a hatred in my heart for him. But then do you know I found myself praying for him. Uh,
2: uh-huh.
1: And for I don't know, I guess a couple of years afterwards, I prayed for that boy every night and every morning. Asking God to bless him and to um do what do in his life what he had done in mine to change his heart and to oh, give his heart to him. And yeah. I tell you I had never felt so much peace and joy in my heart mm-hmm. as I had for him before then. Oh mm-hmm. it was a beautiful, wonderful thing, let me tell you guys. If you're holding anything against anyone, and I don't care if they are guilty, please, for your sake, forgive them.
2: And Amen. if you don't have the capacity to do it, ask God.
1: And I promise you, he'll give it to you. If you're sincere with God, He's he, he, he is sincere with you, whether you are with him or not. Trust me. Yeah, it's true. It's true.
3: I agree with you, Mom. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, mm-hmm. I just
2: that was... thank you for letting me
3: share. That no, make... You survived it.
2: Oh, yes. Most <laughs> definitely. Most definitely. Hallelujah.
3: Yes, hey. I did.
1: Yes, <laughs> I did. Yes, I did. And I still pray for him. I don't know if he's living or not. But mm-hmm. I, if he's if he dead, I pray for his soul. Mm hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. Very good. You guys
1: good. have a great one.
3: You have a great one as well. Thank you. Anybody? Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> good. How you doing? <laughs> <I'm very good. laughs> now, how you doing when well, you be playing with people, rules? <laughs> <laughs> I just jumped on the phone. I ain't gonna tell you where I was at when I got a text. Can you pray?
2: Um, okay.
3: <laughs> um, you know what I just what I just heard of my spirit, Be- because
1: forgiveness is a process,
3: and and it, it it's harder for some than others because of the magnitude of the offense and the depth of the wound everything to do with when the offence occurred and how the person is wired and made up and um the trauma that it's caused. All that taken into account and all of us being different, right? It's one thing to say,
5: forgive, but but that thing for each individual um is a little bit different for everybody. Same thing, but, but still looks
3: differently a little bit for, for everybody, and so what I really just heard in my
5: spirit is that forgiveness really begins um after love
2: mhm
5: it It begins after agape unconditional, the kind of love
3: that God wants us to have, and when you talk about perfecting
5: love, that's where we have to begin. Because mm-hmm. when I heard Mother Leomia just speaking, you could hear love in her tone.
3: You could hear that that prayer was 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 coming out of her from a place of love, not from offense, not from hurt, not from she
5: wanted him to experience the kind of uh experience that she had with Christ. that's love,
3: yeah, that's yeah. true,
5: isn't it? That right yeah. there will get somebody free. If you're struggling
3: with forgiveness, I'm going to say if we're
5: struggling with forgiveness, check your love walk. Go back yeah. to the beginning. Yeah. Go back to the
3: beginning. Just go back to the beginning. Forget the other people. Forget the things. Right. Forget all the other stuff. Go back. To the basics of love if you guys knew what kind
5: of night i had last night as i'm gonna get on the plane tomorrow and go to cancun you wouldn't believe it i'll tell you one day <laughs> i'll tell
3: you, I'll tell you one can, day oh my jesus. we we here in victory city we have some days don't we oh my jesus my <laughs> sister and i oh my jesus i i don't even know how many about I, I can't even count a full hour sleep really. But yeah. God, still who is rich in mercy.
7: Yeah, right. and we
3: keep moving anyway. Why? Because we are overcomers, more than conquerors, have the victory. This day was already written. It did not catch God by surprise. Right. So why should I be caught by surprise and thrown yeah. off? I'm just going to keep moving.
2: Forward, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: And I'm
3: going to forsake my love walk. Not going to be yeah. mad about no situation. Listen, unbothered. How yeah. about that?
4: Yeah. That part.
3: How about that? Uh, I want to say this: if we go back to that text, I'm just gonna talk about it for a minute because I wanna talk about it. You know, a true sign of not the only sign, but a true sign of forgiveness is when you have the right, the authority, and the opportunity to pay yeah. somebody back for what oh, they did you to don't you, with and it? you don't come on. It. <laughs> yeah. Because he could have done a lot of stuff. Put, he could have make... wiped them out. What? He could have wiped them out. Check this yeah. out. We don't make the connection and the magnitude of it. In in verse 50, it talks about you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good that many people will be saved. Do you not know he's talking about the whole nation of Israel? These are yeah. the 12 tribes of Israel. Yes. We're talking about a whole nation of people. That would have been caught up in a famine, but God had a plan. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: He already had a plan. It was already established, and he gave it to a prophetic dreamer. And the Bible tells us out of everything that Job went through, the hand of God and the favor of God was on his life. Whether he was in the palace or the prison or the pit, it didn't matter. And what I love is that Joseph recognized, am I in the place of God? Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Mm -hmm. God will take care of it, y'all. That's Mm -hmm. what I got to keep reminding myself. I don't have to pay back nobody. Listen, but then what I tell myself is when I perfect love, I don't look for you to get paid back. I look Mm -mm. for you to experience the love of God like I do. And even better, how about that? Right. That part. Thank you. Right. Love you. Absolutely thank you for that commentary. Love you, love you. Amen. 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 Love more. you back. Can you oh, hear oh, me? More. Hold on one second. I hear three or four of y'all. Let me get an order real quick. I, who else did I hear? Mona. Who else did I hear? It you? I heard some. I know. I heard you. Who else? John. Okay. John.
2: <laughs>
3: I didn't know John. Who is that? LaBelle. Oh,
6: that's it's John.
3: <laughs> oh okay. Well, go, go on, John and share these
6: <laughs> You told me to behave. Nice. <laughs> oh, um, forgive is uh what we would call uh action word. And when I'm listen every time I hear it, it sounds like to me, remember when Jesus told the the the, the people to to go present themselves and the Bible yeah. said as they went they were healed. Yeah. And so when you have to deal with forgiveness, because it's an action word, it it's it's a it's a the moment you start taking steps, you start being healed from the thing. Now, the crazy part about forgiveness is when you go through forgiveness, go through it like you go through deliverance, what happens is as you go, you will be healed, but the thing that you have to forgive, you will have to meet it again just to make sure that it's all out. And that's not for for God to see but that's for you to see. So you go through some things where it has to be presented to you over and over again until you realize that God has taken you through the proper process and you now have the original strength that he intended for you to have. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Yep.
4: Yeah, and it don't, yeah. it don't
6: always feel good. It don't always feel good. No. It don't always feel good, but it's, it's what is it? It's, it doesn't feel good, but it's, uh, it's needed.
3: It's it, necessary. It
6: is, that's the word. It's necessary. It is absolutely necessary for us to have to see it. Because even with Joseph, how many times did he have to, see in front of them. How many times did he have to be in front of them physically and then the last time they had to send word. So yeah. there's times when you're when stuff you got will come up and you have to look at it and say, Okay, God, I thought I was good with this. Right. And that, right. I, I believe at that at that end when he cried, I think that was probably the totality of his healing.
2: Mm -hmm. Because
6: it hit every area that belonged to him that was affected by it.
3: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Key and paramount in the process. Necessary. 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 Amen. Amen. Anybody else?
1: Yes, this is me, Jew. Um,
3: <laughs> Can you said you get on her nerves, Jonathan? I'm sorry, Jew. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> uh, I was thinking about when you were talking about how Joseph was, you know, even in this in the process of his on his road to forgiveness, how he was still kind of salty <laughs> with his brothers.
2: Well, and
1: I remember and feeling salty and catty, huh?
3: I said, you said and, and what?
1: And yeah,
3: Patty and catty. <laughs>
1: So I mean I still remember feeling salty with the Lord because you know um, when I had run upon that scripture I and mean, I had read it many times before you know when He's on the cross and He says Father forgive them for they know not what they do you know because mm-hmm. up before before they actually really I you know I really. I realized the the weight of what, what was being said, you know, up until then, I felt like out of sight, out of mind, you know, as long as I'm not having to have to talk to, to my ex-husband, not having, you know, because we would get into this, I get so angry, i cuss him out and hang up the phone and all that kind of stuff. And I got to pass that point that I was doing good. <laughs> I thought I was doing good. Then I have to see him. And I read read that, crank across that scripture. And then he said to me, He's like now. He said, now I forgave them that beat me and done this and done that to me, you know. And the last thing I said was that. And yet you can't even forgive your your uh, your ex husband. So are you saying you're greater than I am? <laughs> and right. And when, when I thought about that, so he then he said, okay. So now you have to go and forget ask him for forgiveness. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, I that- hadn't got. I hadn't got anything from him. He's still stuck you know, in his I'm still in his zone of thinking I'm the reason for everything, right? But mm-hmm. I had all that time had been playing the victim, you know, um, not realizing that all of sin and falling short of the glory of God, you know, he made me recognize, look, you brought you bring you brought some stuff into this relationship. You you know, you you want him to sweep you off your feet and you you know, ride away on this white horse into this white picket, you know, fence out, putting all this on this man, but you had your own stuff. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So when he made me realize that, and then I had to, I actually, on my son's graduation, he came, and I actually asked him for forgiveness and prayed with, prayed for him, and had my son mm-hmm. in there and my nephew, it was like that weight just lifted. Yeah, It
2: just
7: Lifted,
1: you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was salty <laughs> before okay. that. I didn't have no understanding, but I, you know, going away.
5: Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. Um, we, Pastor Dillon? Yes, yeah, go ahead. I just won't say much. Um, this is PR again. The scripture that teaches us where much is um, um, much is given, much is required this comes to mind because um, when we come into the faith and sacrifice that Jesus done did for us, it, it just echoed to me where he delivered me and saved me at the point that he did, where much is given, much is required. And I know that when we give our lives to the Lord, it is definitely a call to um, fulfill the requirements that he has asked us in his word beautiful declaration and um forgiveness is the key because it was the forgiveness of god that brought us to where we are right now
3: i agree 110 percent i'm with you it's facts
2: hey
3: real
5: quick i just wanted to throw this out before i am be silent for real
3: um
0: thank you
5: elder jonathan that was a point i wanted to bring out um uh about Sometimes things have to come around, right? And we have to meet a situation again. Um, and, and sometimes it's for us to get it right. And we will keep going through the lesson until we we, we pass the test. In this situation, I thought it was really interesting. And I never looked at it this way.
3: But look at it. it the whole situation of Joseph is not just really about Joseph at all, even though Joseph is kind of the type and cast of Christ, right? We can look at it that way. But if you look at his brother, right? Same situation kind of came up again, and they had another opportunity, but their actions were very different. Joseph was the youngest son favored and um, had the coat of many colors. And the brothers were jealous of him because he was the favorite son of the father. He was the youngest. Well, here we go again now, Joseph knowing that while Joseph is gone, the father had another son by the same wife and she died when she gave birth to Benjamin. So now Joseph understands this, bring me Benjamin. So now the brothers are worried because now we can't do this to our daddy again right? right. And Joseph pretty much shut down. I mean, Jacob shut down when Joseph was thought to be dead. This would kill our daddy if we do this again and take Benjamin right. away. Isn't that something? Mm. So Joseph yeah. that up like, okay, now what y'all going to do? Y'all going to let um Benjamin get killed <laughs> and right. pretty much kill y'all daddy? Here you go again. Right. What y'all going to do now? Y'all get an opportunity to do the right thing. And so now the brothers have an opportunity to do the right thing and they did the right thing. They were willing to sacrifice themselves, if you will, because they didn't want to hurt their father the way they did when they did Joseph dirty. I just wanted to bring that up. I just thought about that. hear me? It's true.
2: Yeah, it'll
3: come around. Now Uh what you gonna do the next time? (laughs) Uh Thank you, Lord.
6: Can, can i say one more thing and i'll be quiet i promise
4: yeah right
6: <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll be good don't
2: start nothing don't start
6: <laughs> <laughs> when you go through some things um that cause you to have to forgive i don't know that i i, I don't know if there'll be a day when you will completely look at it and not cry there's yeah. some things that you go through that with just the th- the small thought of it, that, God, I went through that and I, I came through that. It'll make you cry. Now, I'll say this. Because you go through the process of forgiveness, your first cry might not be like your last cry. Mm. Your, your, your new cry might not be as long as the initial cry. And it might not have the same chemical makeup see there's a difference in my tears when my when my tears are from bitterness versus when my tears are of peace yeah that there's a different there's a different makeup in your in your in your in the chemical makeup and compounds in your tears when when yeah. when it's from bitterness versus when it's from joy or when it's from peace so I don't yeah. know if you'll ever get to the place where you don't cry but it also causes you to be sensitive uh it, it opens so when we say stuff like oh my god i wish i would have never went through that do you understand that because of that it god because god is god and he, he is able to do exceeding abundant above all we ask or think because he sits on the outside of time and looks in he can look at the place where it happened and calls the place healing way back then so when you get to where you are now that thing now has the ability for you to look at somebody, to see them in the, in the situation similar to what God delivered you out of and causes you to be able to go into the place of prayer so that you can pray, God, if this is where they are, this is what I'm sensing, this looks like, feels like this that I came out of, if that's what that is, I'm praying now that you would be God the way you were God for me in that moment. Yeah. and so yeah. it causes you and I, I would say this even as we go through the month we are in the early part of this month y'all we still got a whole heap more to go <laughs> they keep saying it don't, don't hang up when it get rough because i promise you, it's going to be like, uh-uh, I don't want no more. But uh-uh. this is this is your place of authority and your place of keys. Once you get to the place where you're forgiven, now I can step into the realm as an intercessor. I can step in as an in-between, a go-between, and I can fight for somebody that is going through what I, what I came out of.
3: Yes. Come on. Hang up. Didn't you say you wasn't saying nothing else? I'm not See, watch. He says see, he watch. She's so silly. I love it. I love it. I love Pastor it. Pastor Dion.
0: Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, this is um this is prosperous. I'm gonna make it real quick. Um
3: okay. you know, I heard
0: the first time I heard the story, um, of Joseph was on the Daily Audio Bible <laughs> that you had introduced me to. And um I don't know, I remember it a little differently so I it's making I will go back and revisit it. But I just remember that was the first time I cried because I God showed me a reflection of what real love was. Because <clears throat> what I re, what I remember is his brothers came <clears throat> into wherever he was, and he everybody else had to leave, and it was just him and the two brothers, and they didn't know he yes, was, you know, you
2: know. Oh.
0: and um yeah, and um he when they when they realized that, I don't know if he said I'm your brother who you know, he left down in the pit. I don't remember how he said it, but he said, but don't be, don't worry or don't, um, he, he, he forgave them right then. That's what I remember. And he said, is my father alive? Bring him too. Don't worry. I hold nothing. I just cried like a baby. I just thought that was so beautiful. Like the love that that's what I remember from that story is, um, <clears throat> I don't remember him being salty, but that's another thing. That's part of the process. Um, I just remember years, years ago, um, I would just say, okay, I forgive you and just don't acknowledge my feelings. (laughs) And then after, um, you know, a while, it started, I think years ago when I started joining this call, I realized, you know, there's healing that needs to take place, too. So I always ask God to help heal me from this Lord and help me forgive. I love that I can ask God and he shows up. So that's all. Love you.
3: Yeah, go back, go back and read the story, cause child, he
1: was salty. He was, he was a little petty and catty. <laughs> okay, okay.
3: it, look, it he, at that moment, I believe he was in the process of really getting to a place where he like, okay, I gotta let this go, cause as bad as it could look, I'm a slave, but I'm not. I'm a slave, but I run everything. So, everything I dreamed. Actually happened. It didn't happen like I would have wanted it to happen, but you know, at the same time, I can't be mad at them because the outcome has not only worked in my favor, but it's worked for their favor, right? So, but you know, for a minute, imagine somebody that threw you in a hole, honey, and then they got they need you for something. That's the question we all have to ask ourselves. If somebody that did you dirty, I've had so many people, honey, that have talked about me like twelve dogs, and I mean talked about me, lied on me, all kind of stuff. So unless something happened. Got mad at me, didn't tell me why, turned around, walked away from me, didn't explain. I, I didn't know what had happened. They just one day went away. But what I understand is again, Romans 8 and 28 is an active law. It's a it's a process. It's all working for me. Even when I don't get it, even when I don't understand, even when I, I might miss the person. And one of the things that I struggle with um, that's a wonderful struggle is I, something is wrong with my be mad at you, brother. I it doesn't work. If I love you, I love you. I don't know how to turn that off. Even if you don't treat me the best, even if you don't do me right all the time, I don't know how to stay mad. Like I don't, it, it's broken. Even for the folks that don't have the capacity to apologize or repent, maybe they're, you know, maybe a gesture, but it's, at this stage in my life, it's not necessary. I'm not. I'm not tripping. When you apologizing or you repenting is not for me. It's for you, because now the full favor of of my life or you know whoever's life it is, is now at liberty to operate on your behalf. So I get it. Thank you for sharing, Tammy. That was good stuff. Hey, baby. Amen.
4: Hey. So listening to Pam and, and when she said she didn't remember him being salty, it made me chuckle because the process of forgiveness is like, for me, I've had people say, well, you know, those that know me, Kenya and D- Diane and Gloria, but I am not a grudge holder, but I'm the type of person, if you've done me wrong, I'm going to love you. I've learned to love you. I've learned to uh, have to say, rearrange the seat because see, you're not going to get a chance to hurt me again, but
3: I love you because I have to love you, but I also choose to love, right? That forgiveness too, though. To really walk in forgiveness is so, it's like you can skip and tiptoe through the tulips, just like you said, Dion. to know that people have talked about you like a dirty dog, and then they're in your face, or they're calling you when something's going on, but you know what they said, and you still pray authentically for them, and you still will show up for them, and you still will do stuff to help them out. That's love. And it's not from a place of bitterness. It's because I forgive you, even though I know you talked about me like a dog, still talking about me like a dog. Don't like me, can't stand me, but guess what? God told me to love you anyway, and God told me to treat you as if I didn't even know what you said, so that I'm not offended, so that I don't have resentment, so that I'm not bitter, so that I can
4: grow and mature, and so that I'm not leaving behind a bitter trail. You know what I mean? So my kids know how to treat people that even do you wrong. That's how you That's how you um, know that he's our defender. That's why when that song says He goes before and brings back the head of our enemies, He goes back and calls our victory. I'm victorious even in in a room full of haters. I don't care. You can hate me now. I don't care because of what God has brought me through. I will still love on somebody who I know I got <laughs> I got receipts that talk about me.
3: But guess what? I'm good. I saw. Go on, that, that part. I got I
1: got receipts
3: and still don't
5: care. Devil. Praise you,
2: Jesus.
3: Hey Dan, Hey.
4: Um, I haven't said much lately, but as y'all were talking about Joseph, and as I was thinking, um, what the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit was that by Joseph forgiving his brothers, he ended a generational cycle of unforgiveness. Right. Um, something that was passed down from when Jacob stole his his father stole his brother's birthright. Right. So. <laughs> Um, even, even the product of who he was born out of was, um, racial, Jacob favored more than he did Leah. So it was all these different things that he inherited and God used his story to break the cycle of unforgiveness through that bloodline. So this um, just such a powerful, powerful story of what, unfor- what forgiving does not only for you, but for your bloodline, for your children, should you, just for, so many other things that you don't even realize in the moment. Love you.
3: All right. 99%. Thank you for pulling that out. It's true. True, true, true. Anybody else before we wrap it up? It's 8.02, y'all. Amen. We all listen. It's 8 o'clock. I think we are... It, it, your phone for us, please. Um, Sorry, that was
0: pop- me, Dion. It's okay.
3: Don't worry. Um, I'm I'm excited about what the end result of this will be, and my prayer is that we walk enough people out of the place of unforgiveness, that we start to see some liberty taking place in your life, that we start to experience you. Good morning, girlfriend. Go there. <laughs> hey, girl, I'm good. How you doing?
2: I got to go to work, girlfriend.
3: Well, have a wonderful day at work. We love you.
2: I love
3: you. I love everybody. We know you love everybody. We love you too. We love you back. <laughs>
2: good, good
3: you have a good day too, princess.
2: Okay. Bye. Oh, bye, babe.
1: <laughs> Man.
3: Amen. Well, you guys have a wonderful day. Don't forget we're fasting today. We meet right back here at five o'clock as we do every week. I look forward to you all um, chiming in at five. I pray that you have a wonderful fast day and um, we'll hear you right back here if not in the morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day.
4: Have a great day, everyone. I love you.
3: So long. Yeah, we'll have a great
4: day,
2: y'all. Uh, a Bye, day. guys.